So for this scenario, you're the gastroenterology registrar in a general gastroenterology clinic at the DGH. You're seeing the same gentleman, so a 39-year-old male from uh, scenario one. You see him three months after his initial admission. He's had a, firm an, a confirmed diagnosis of ulcerative colitis on that previous one. He has finished a course of weaning steroids, which stopped four weeks ago. And he continues now on only Octaser at the maximum um, he initially as well, but his symptoms have started to flare up again in the last four weeks. So what I would like you to do is talk about how you would assess the patient, your impression, and then uh, your uh, initial management plan for this gentleman. Okay. So I think the key things in this scenario are that myself as a gastroenterologist registrar, I know that he's got a diagnosis of uh, ulcerative colitis and that he's coming with a potential um, flare-up of his symptoms but I do need to make sure I keep an open mind um, so I do want to be ascertaining exactly what his symptoms are and how and with that the specifics are how many stools uh, how many times he opening his bowels a day the consistency of the stools how bloody are they how much blood is he producing uh, and importantly actually quite nice uh, features you know, nocturnal um, uh, opening his bowels overnight, because um, that's a sign that this is quite a significant flare. Um, I want to put all that in context with how he has been and how his disease has been over the last three months. And also I'd like to, again, as I keep it open mind, so I understand, is there anything else that could have triggered this diarrhea? Again, thinking of previously, is there an infection or a superimposed infection that could be going on? And similar questions as last time to ascertain whether this is possibly infective diarrhea um, and again could be in mind with any other medical problems that could be causing his diarrhea or exacerbating any of his symptoms at this point I think it's important to get an understanding from myself as to how it's impacting his quality of life um, he's a young patient this is his first diagnosis of IBD this will be undoubtedly a huge impact to him something he won't have necessarily come across before um, and it's important to see how it's affecting his home life his relationships his job uh and whether he's yeah whether 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 there's anything um uh, in particular he's finding finding very difficult um and so after i've gathered all the information i think the next step for me is to assess him um and the way i do that would be to again understand what investigations had in the past uh, look at the trend for anything like fecal calprotectin uh, and repeat these investigations. So repeat a full panel of bloods, uh, including ESR, CRP, fecal uh, stool samples to make sure you're not sitting on an infection, uh, and also fecal calprotectin. Uh, and an abdominal examination, obviously, make sure we're not, he hasn't got any signs of a surg surgical abdomen. At this point, it would be prudent to, if I had any kind of concerns, and I'd get that from assessing him about whether you need inpatient admission, I could do another true loss criteria if, if needed. Um, at this point, I'd probably look at any um, endoscope investigations he's had in the past and then think about carrying out another um, colonoscopy to compare, to see if, if I am convinced this is a flare of his IBD, it's useful to have now another uh, um, uh, colonoscopy uh, to look at the extent of the disease and how it compares to what it was previously okay fine so um 
So he has had another colonoscopy. So if you look into your pack, and I will share it on the screen there, uh, and you'll see the report, which is truncated from uh, the uh, colonoscopy. Okay. So it seems it seems to me that from the colonoscopy he has um, ulcerative colitis through, throughout his whole colon, rather than being particularly uh, particularly concentrated on his ascending colon. So it wouldn't be any real role for topical um, sulfsalazines here. Um, so really, here I'm thinking about the next steps. We think about escalating his treatment. Um, and with regards to escalating his treatment, the next steps are azathioprine or uh, mecaptopurines. Um, these are quite significant um, step ups in treatment. So obviously I'll be now at this point, I'll be thinking about involving my consultant to ratify what we're planning on doing here. Uh, and secondly, it's important to start thinking about involving the MDT um, and that's the, especially the IBD CNSs to help us monitor how he gets on from treatment and also to help coordinate some of the test investigations that he's done prior to treatment and also after starting treatment as well. Okay, and uh, if you're going to start azathioprine, is there anything you want to do before you did that, apart from discuss with your consultant? Yeah, so I think from starting azathioprine, it's an immunosuppressant, so you need to be, I think there's tests that you need to do and there's counselling into. So with regards to tests, um, you want to make sure that he's got no underlying current infection, uh, do a screen for HIV, uh, B and C. Um, you also want to check he's not got a history of TB and possibly get an X-ray, a chest X-ray to make sure he's got no underlying latent TB as well that could be reactivated with azathioprine. Then with regards to tests that you want to do, uh, uh, DBMT test, and that will help you understand how this patient may metabolize uh, azathioprine and therefore that'll help judge uh, and determine what dosing uh, strategy you use for this, for this patient uh, and also other tests after starting the medication are things such as uh, full blood count because it can cause bone marrow suppression and I'd be making the patient aware finally uh, about to look out for uh, opportunistic infections. There is a small risk of uh, pancreatitis with azathioprine so make them aware of uh, have a lower threshold for getting the abdominal pain uh, investigated and finally the important thing is I for the patient to be aware of is that you are have even increased risk of skin malignancies and it's photosensitive can be photosensitive so really just emphasize the importance of skin protection uh, sun protection um when he's out in the sun good okay fine and uh if azathioprine if they were either intolerant of it or their symptoms persisted and their disease persisted, what would be the next kind of steps you'd be thinking about in terms of escalation of treatment? Maybe still having consistent symptoms um, and they're not responding well to azathioprine. It'd be very difficult for him, but uh, be in terms of escalating his treatment, the next step would be biological treatment. Uh, so that'd be... Um, yeah, so they, infliximab um, as an infusion, uh, which normally have to, I, you have to keep going back in for infusion. So that might not be the patient's optimal choice. So the other option could be some antilumumab um, 
which is uh, an injection you can use at home, which will be more convenient for younger patients. Okay, good. And are there any other resources that you think you could uh, refer the patient to or involve? Um, yeah, so I suppose if there's uh, leaflets or uh, leaflets or IBD support groups, perhaps uh, that you could be involved in. Hopefully, the IBD CNSs can help uh, help integrating them into those groups. Uh, obviously, as per the patient's wishes. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you.